please join me for the call to worship that's printed in your bulletin. For God alone, my soul waits in silence, for my hope is from the Lord. Trust in the Lord at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before God. Let us worship God, confident that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Let us first pray the prayer of confession together and then take a moment to silently confess the wrong we have done to God, one another, and to ourselves. God of compassion and mercy, hear us as we make our confession. Christ preaches repentance, we do not heed his call. Your new day is proclaimed, we dwell on the past. We turn not from our evil ways, nor do we sacrifice those treasures that give us status. We say we obey you, but our deeds betray us. By your grace, renew us and cleanse us of our sin. Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ intercedes for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare to you that all you have confessed is forgiven and forgotten. By the grace of God, you have been made new. Thanks be to God. Then let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious, eternal God, we thank you for all the blessings we enjoy today. May we always be mindful that you are the source of all good things that come to us. We thank you for our lives and the faith and all that sustains them, for your ever-present guiding comfort of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for all the joys shared this morning. And confident of your love and care, we lift up to you the needs of your people all who are sick and hurt, all who are grieving the loss of family and friends, that you will send your peace to them and let them know that you are always near them. May all who suffer be strengthened in faith and their troubled spirits calmed. May they see the blessings of each new day and have hope in the promise of a new life to come. We pray for your protection for all the police and firefighters and all first responders and our military. May they and their loved ones feel the comfort and love of your Holy Spirit and all who support and care for them and give thanks for their bravery and sacrifice. We pray for our children and youth, all who are seeking employment for the church throughout the world. We just pray that people will rally around them and provide resources that will give them the courage to endure and the hope for the days ahead. And may all of those who are capable of helping out respond with compassion and generosity. We bring before you all who are named this morning, who are traveling this week. May they return safely home. We bring before you all our concerns and all that troubles us. We place them in your faithful hands, confident of your care and everlasting presence. And we ask this all in the name of your precious son, Jesus, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
please join me in the prayer for illumination. Living God, help us to hear your holy word with open hearts so that we may truly understand, and understanding that we may believe, and believing that we may follow in all faithfulness and obedience, seeking your honor and glory in all that we do. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Our first scripture reading this morning is from Jonah chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 and verse 10. Hear the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three days walk across. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's walk, and he cried out, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown, and the people of Nineveh believe God. They proclaimed a fast, and everyone, great and small, put on sackcloth. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. May God bless to our understanding this reading from God's word. Our next reading comes from Mark chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in a boat mending their nets. Immediately he called to them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men, and they followed him. This is the word of the Lord. Now you heard me talk to the children this morning and ask them, why would you follow Jesus? Why would you say yes? And then I asked you all, if Jesus said, follow me, would you do it? Now I have to tell you, when I was younger, Jesus was calling me. God was calling me, and I went, yeah, no, no, not ready yet. Not my time. I got too much to do. I got standing tea time on Sunday mornings. I got a real life. I like going out with my friends. I don't want to give up all that time and go back to school and do all that you want me to do. Uh, It's about me. It's not about you. It's about me. So I said no. I said no for the longest time. It's like, nah, I'm not going to follow. And then there was a day, a snowy day in December, when my friend asked me to assist her because of a snowstorm in in the service because her assistant couldn't be there. And all of a sudden, I felt this charge as I stood behind the lectern. I was, it wasn't the pulpit. I wasn't allowed in the pulpit yet. I was behind the lectern, reading the, test, reading the, the Old Testament reading and doing the prayers of the people. And that day was actually the day that the tsunami hit Indonesia. And my friend, who was the other, she didn't hear that on the news. Because one of the things that I do every morning on a Sunday morning is wake up to see what news has happened. So I'm praying for these people. And she looked at me and went, what? what? What happened? But I felt a charge behind that lectern. And that was the start of me saying yes to following Jesus. Yes to following and listening to God's call. 
Christ, it wasn't about me. It was about everybody else. It was about, as you heard in the scripture, the New Testament scripture, where Jesus said, I will make you fisher of men instead of just fishermen. I will give you the tools to go out where you can share your story and bring people in. Bring people in to listen to the stories, to listen to the stories of the Bible, to listen to the parables, to listen to the good and the bad, to listen where the mercy and the gracefulness of God is present, where God showed mercy on Nivea. He changed his mind. He changed his mind because the people finally listened to what God wanted. You had Jonah who, you know, he didn't want to be a prophet. He didn't want to be a prophet. He didn't want to be the voice of God. He was scared to death of those people. Those people were threatening his life throughout the book of Jonah. But he listened to God, and he did what God said. And he yelled the words out that God gave him, saying that for 40, in 40 days you will be overthrown. And it took something that drastic, that drastic for everybody else in that town to listen and to turn their ways. To realize, you know what? God is powerful. We know the stories of God. We've heard them. People have shared them with us. And when we hear that God is going to overthrow somebody, we better listen. So they turned. They turned their own ways. They turned to God. At that point, they were saying yes to God. There are many times in our lives where, you know, we tend to, to walk away or to turn our backs every now and then. We all do it. I still do it. We all do it. Sometimes we don't have the time to put in to make sure that God is with us. We just take that for granted sometimes. Yeah, 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 I know God's with me. Yeah, whatever. And you forget to pray every now and then. Or when you actually do turn to pray to God, it's because something's going really, really bad in your lives. I was with a, a family earlier in the week that, you know, they're not the most, they, they, they didn't go to church all that much. But when a loved one was dying, they wanted to make sure that a priest came in to do, to do last rites. They wanted to make sure that a priest was there to give them prayers, to give them comfort. They wanted to make sure that they were being taken care of. And they actually turned to God. They turned to God because they needed God in this very sad time in their life. But here's the thing. God is there in our joys. There is no doubt in my mind that Matt, Matthew and Gretchen and Beth and Todd are praising God right now for a healthy baby boy. One that they can now dress up for Halloween because Halloween is one of their favorite holidays of the year. They already had him in a, a ghost costume. Poor little guy. He looked cute. Poor, poor little guy. He looked like Casper. But anyway, they are praising God because of the joy. God isn't only there because in our deepest times of need. God is there every moment of our lives. You hear me say this week after week after week after week. God is there. There's going to be an installation down the street, down at the Frenchtown Presbyterian Church today, because their new pastor, Courtney, has said yes to God, has said yes to leading that congregation. And I know that they are praising God, that, they have, that God has given Courtney to this congregation. That this congregation is in a new chapter in their life. So today they will celebrate. They will celebrate that Courtney said yes to God and that she will be the mouthpiece for God for that congregation. Next week when the session meets, when we, when we talk with Allie, you're going to hear where God is in her life. You're going to hear how important God is 
in her life and what it means to be a follower. She is no longer just a young child. She now wants to be a member of this congregation where she wants to go out and get more people in. She wants to be a fisher of men, a fisher of people. She wants to share the love that she has and which is continually to, which is continuing to grow with others around her. The disciples left everything they had. You, you heard that John, his brother John, John left his father, left his father to fend for himself with the hired hands, fend for themselves to take care of the family while John went and followed Jesus. That's how all the disciples did it. it. It was very quick. They didn't think about it. They just went, yes. And they gave everything up, everything that was important to them because they knew that this path was more important. When I finally said yes to God, I gave up a lot. I sacrificed a lot and I have not one regret because what I have received has been tenfold. I am honored and blessed that I get to, to lead this congregation to be a leader within this community, to share my, my joys and my concerns and my sorrows and my happiness with each and every one of you. When I said yes, I said yes to God, but I said yes to God's children. So when you say yes, because I know the nominating committee is going to start making calls and stuff like that because we've, we've got some officers that will be going off, really think about your answer. Will you say yes if they ask? Will you say yes? Can you serve this congregation? Really think about that, that answer. And yeah, I know it, a lot of times you say, well, you know what? I'm too busy. And I get that. We're all very busy in our lives. Each and every one of us are very, very busy. But you know what? So was John. So was the other disciples, Simon and his brother Andrew. They were very busy when they said yes. Each elder and deacon that has said yes in the past have been busy, but there was something tugging at the heart saying, you know what, it's my time. It's my time to say yes. It's my time to follow. It is my time to lead. So if you are asked, really think about it. Just don't give a quick no. Really think about where your heart is and really think about is God calling you to something? It is an honor and a blessing to serve God in such a manner. It is an honor and a blessing to serve your fellow congregation. It's almost like a weight lifts off you when you say yes. It's almost easier to say yes than it is to say no. The disciples never questioned. They just said yes. Jonah, after whining a lot, finally listened to God and he did what God asked him to do. And it was like a weight was lifted off his shoulder because he realized, no, I'm just being a mouthpiece for God. And a weight was lifted off his shoulder. As I said, sometimes saying yes is easier than saying no. So as we continue through our week, as we continue through the rest of this year, really think about where God is in your life, what God is asking of you in your life. If you're having joy, share the joys with God. Now, God already knows the joys that you have. God already knows the sorrows that you have and your concerns and the prayers that you have. But God wants you to share them as well. He wants the conversation, so be willing to have that conversation. Lift everything up to God, and God will relieve that burden from you. God has broad shoulders. Again, as we continue through this year and into the next and the years after that, know that God is with you in everything that you do, and that God loves you, 
and he'll protect you and put his loving and healing arms around each and every one of you and will give you strength when you need it most. And know that God is calling each and every one of us to do something. What that something is, I don't know because I've said yes to God. I know what God was calling me to do. And you know what? God keeps calling me to do different things as well. But what is God calling each and every one of you to do? It could be just sending a, a hope you feel better note to somebody you know that's in pain. It may be just picking up the phone call and saying, hey, you know, I haven't seen you for a while. How you doing? Or it may be saying yes to being an elder or a deacon. Or even further than that, maybe at some point being a pastor. There are some kids within this congregation that I see that path. The parents just looked horrified just then. But I do. There's a couple that I really do see possibly taking that path. And my hope is that this congregation will encourage that not a bad path it's actually kind of fun but as we as i finish let us realize that god is with us every step of the way let us pray gracious loving god we thank you that you are in our lives we thank you that you have given us people to follow examples to follow like the disciples like pastors before us elders and deacons before us and what it means to serve you and serve you faithfully. We ask that you be with each and every one of us as we continue to journey with you and learn what it means to be a follower of Christ. And we ask this in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
believe in the God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen.